so scared of scare guys. everyone. Oh my god. Don't scare the listeners away. You got me. Yeah. Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast. Changed your mind mid-intro. You forgot I was going to do this. With your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. We got a great show for you this week. Spooky. We're watching Friday the 13th Part 8. Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> There's so many of these. I did not know they made so many There's of these movies. There's a lot. Movies. We'll get into that in the trivia section. Jeez. But yeah, this is my all-time favorite horror film franchise. Really? Yes. Dang. Friday 13th is my favorite. I've got, I've got the original poster in my living room. I've got... Don't you have some I've got a, I've got a yeah, I've got a signed uh poster from the director from part six. Um Is that a good one? That's that's probably the the it's the highest grossest one grossing one. Oh. Um probably other than like Freddy versus Jason or something. Oh. Um But yeah, that that's that one's my favorite, by the way. The so that was that was okay. cool to get. Oh, and I got um uh, the in the first movie, mm-hmm. Jason pops up for a second. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! Um, and I got the person who played that to sign my DVD case for for that. That played Jason, the first Jason. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, where cool. was that at? Where did you get that signed? Um, so I got that signed. I got both of these things signed at um, something I'm going to talk about uh, just in a second. Uh, at another one of these horror film festival things, marathons. Um. Last year, I went to this uh, horror film marathon uh, called The Massacre, mm-hmm. um, which I'll, I'll plug. There's one happening this week. I'll plug in a second. Um, and I got the uh, first Jason one. He was at uh, something in the spring uh, for the same group that put together The Massacre. They're called Terror in the Isles. Hmm. Um, and so they, yeah, they just get a bunch of guests usually uh, to come to these things, which is pretty cool so you get cool autographs like, like yeah. that so it's that's cool it's great yeah and we forgot to mention that uh the reason we did this movie, the reason we chose the this movie this week friday 13th is because this month there is a friday 13th this uh, happening it's this week this friday is a friday 13th in case you guys didn't know in october so be on the lookout for any extra spooky things yeah um before i dive into that a little more did you uh did you go any shows this week yeah, I went out to the suburbs to Dirty Nellie's. Oh boy! To go see uh, the, the Canadian punk punk band Pup. Which... So yeah, so Dirty Nellie's is the place that we typically go when we're home for Thanksgiving. We used to go to f- there for Blackout Wednesday. Yeah, and that's where you would see like everyone from high school. The high school reunion, <laughs> and we don't do that anymore because it got too crowded and too weird. Mm, yeah, <laughs> seeing everybody. Well, it's because like that's we did it uh, years ago, and then the next generation of people right. to like graduate would it's do not, it, and then the it's next not so much generation. seeing the people that we went to high school. It's seeing the people who were in like grades lower than us that like will be like, oh wait, I knew you, right? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it, it's kind of cool because you feel like a celebrity a little bit, but <laughs> it's, I haven't it, seen these people in like eight years yeah, or whatever. Yeah, probably longer. It's like being back in high school, and I. 
I could not do that. No, it it was too too crowded too. Like you, it takes a half hour to get a drink and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, it's they're an amazing band. Everyone should go check them out. Uh, Since it was in the suburbs, I took the metro out there, and so I picked up a a big old twenty five ounce Bud Light. Threw that in a paper brown bag. (laughs) Was sipping on a bevy on my way out to the suburbs before the show. And yeah, it was good. A little bit of a younger crowd because it's out there, but yeah, yeah. The band well, is amazing. And cool. you have a show coming up too. Yeah, I, I do. I well, So I went to the uh, 24-hour horror movie marathon last week. Which one was that called? The Music Box of Horrors yes. at the Music Box Theater. And this week... And this week, I'm going to another one. And it's, it's the one I was just talking about. I went to this one last year too. I went to both of these last year, but uh, this is The Massacre. It's, it'll be at the Patio Theater, and uh, this one will be... Uh, I don't remember the date. <laughs> Whatever the next. Circle back to that in a second. Saturday is right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this one has more bigger horror movies, I would say, than the Music Box of Horror. Is it the fourteenth? Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah, that would make sense. Um, because it's this Saturday. Yep. Um, so yeah, so they they start out. It's noon to noon again, just like the other one. Um. And they start out with the Red Specter. Isn't that like a? It's a very old villain. I don't know. It's that sounds oh, like a superhero. Sounds like a villain. Marvel supervillain. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Wait, Spectre. I think it was. Wasn't that the um this Captain America's like that was first Red, Red Skull oh, or something okay. like that. Red Face. Uh, Specter was in the Watchmen, right? Wasn't yeah. that one of them? Wasn't just, he just Specter though? No. Wasn't Specter one of the, the James Spectre. Bond films? Was it? <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe. Um, but no, this is a super old, probably 1920s oh. silent film. They're doing a live organ with this one, with that too. that one? Awesome. Um, past experience, the organist for this one was not as good as the <laughs> Music Box of Horrors. Oh. Um, yeah, I think he just kind of ad-libbed it up there. As a ad-libbed voice. it? Just kind of... You can ad- ad-lib the, the, the piano? <laughs> not, not well. Or the organ. I'll tell you that much. So we're, I'm going to hope this year is a little better with that one. Um and then they've got that, that one's only fifteen minutes long. So then at two fifteen they've got or twelve fifteen they got Beauty and the Beast, the nineteen forty six live action Beauty and the Beast. Why? Don't know why that's at a horror film festival. <laughs> that's a dude, what? Yeah, this one's this one's interesting. Um, then they got House on Haunted Hill in Emergo. What does that mean? So this film has a strange history. This film didn't do great. But it's a, it's a pretty much it's a really older film too. Mm-hmm. But this Emergo thing they did was some gimmick um, to give people in the theaters that in certain theaters they would do it. Emergo, where they would have at certain points in the film this like dummy skeleton they would like pull on a rope and pulley throughout the theater <laughs> to line like up just, with the film, just swinging from the rafters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing Emergo came from the word immersion to try and like get mm-hmm. you into the experience, but that's it. <laughs> That's it. Just a swinging skeleton. Yeah, which was big back in the day. It'll be interesting to see this in 2017. Uh, <laughs> can imagine a lot of people just shaking their heads. I think people will be, think it's funny. I yeah, think it was just a gimmick funny thing. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Let's Scare Jessica to Death with the director there. Never I haven't seen that. this one. Uh, Gray Matter, which is based on a Stephen King short story. Never heard of that. And then uh, several shorts they're going to show with that. Sleep, sleepaway camp with the star Felicia Rose is going to be there. 
which is awesome. Am I supposed to that, know that I'm one? I'm excited for that one. Sleepaway is that a Camp. Big one? Isn't it a big one, but it's got a cult following? I like how they named the movie after just the setting of all these <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting yeah. with this one. Mm-hmm. Or do you? <laughs> yes, you do. Um, <laughs> would be my guess. <laughs> and then at uh, 8.45 p.m., they got Creep Show, which is awesome. George <laughs> Romero. Like the name of that. Yeah, that's Creep a good show. one. I think I've seen the the poster for that at least. Probably. Never it's based that. off comic books. Okay. Creep Show. Um, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 after that. Why just the second one? I don't know. Better? I, th- I think that, that one's people's favorites. I never really got into Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so hmm. I don't know. But I'll stick around for that. Uh, that'll probably be the last one I'm going to stay for. I don't know if I'm going to stay for the whole one for this one. Because um, after that, that one, they've got Aliens, which is cool to see on the big screen. But that's a... I don't know. But I've seen it already it in, at the music box, so I didn't seem like care. a horror movie necessarily. Like, I aliens? get that it's scary because there's aliens. I don't know. It's like, like a, it's not... it's a horror sci-fi. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I just don't think like Halloween and stuff like that. Sure. With alien. But I guess, they, yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah. No, that's definitely horror. It's just, yeah, it doesn't really fit with like, what do you think of like Halloween? Yeah. Like the movie. So or... how many hours does that put you at? So if if you finish Aliens, the next one starts at three thirty a.m., oh, which is Terror Train. So you're stopping before Aliens, so you're gonna make it until like. 2 I'm gonna in the make morning. it till like probably yeah like twelve thirty in the morning. Okay, not bad. Not A bad. Solid twelve hours. Twelve hours. Yeah. After that, I, I don't really care about the rest of these, but I'm sure someone will. Um, last one would be cool to see, but I'll get to that. Um, so yeah, it's Driving or Terror Train, then Driving Massacre. Nope. Nope. Two thousand Maniacs. Nope. Uh, oh, and then they do this thing. If you make it to this point, which is probably like at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, they have mon- a monster cereal break <laughs> where um, they have like Booberry and yes. Count Chocula <laughs> nice. and the third one that I don't remember. <laughs> and the third oh, one. B- Booberry? Did I say that one? Yeah, you did. Shoot. Um, what is it? Frankenstein monster. What's the strawberry one? Strawberry one. Is that strawberry one? I, didn't, I never ate any of these. I don't know. Kidding. There's a third one. Uh, cookie yeah, so you get those for free if you hang out. Cookie crunch. No, that's not a spooky crunch. one. Is it like the mini travel size cereal boxes that you get at like hotels? I don't know. I didn't make it to this last year. <laughs> it probably is. Probably. I, I don't know. I, actually, I saw them with pictures. They had the full size boxes. So I think they just pour you a bowl. You get milk and everything? Or just know. like eat it like a snack? Like dry cereal like popcorn oh i don't know yeah i feel like milk will be too messy for a movie theater yeah probably not yeah um and then after that there's two more movies the devil rides out and then at 8 20 a.m is night of the living dead the 1990 version. i have That'd heard be cool of that one yeah so i think out of all of those i had heard of like three of them yeah this one it, it it does have some bigger ones i would say if you like horror um but the yeah, I'm not a big fan of this theater. To be honest, patio theaters it's, never been, never even heard of it. It's way west on Irving Park, okay. past the highway. Huh. Um, but yeah, no, they have they have really cool vendors though. I still suggest you go to it if you like horror. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this Saturday. They have really cool vendors where they sell like horror comics and pins and like random like VHS tapes and stuff. But it's basically, really cool you're calling them out, and that the music box is better. Shots fired, patio theater. <laughs> I like the music box better. They they run that tighter ship a little bit. They keep to their times. And yeah, this one ran about an hour late last year. Oh, um, thanks. Which kind of, I'm sure would have sucked for whoever stayed the whole time. Yeah. 
the one person that did. Yeah. Um, and there were just more drunk assholes at this one too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really shitting on this. I, <laughs> go check it out. It's cool. Uh, the massacre. You're really good at plugging things. Yeah. Yeah. It's not mine. It's okay. Um, but what is my favorite? Uh, mine favorite. Mine favorite uh, horror film franchise. Friday the 13th. We're going to get into in a little bit. Don't get too scared. Yes. Stay tuned. It's like this. We live in claustrophobia. A land of steel and concrete. Trapped by dark waters. There is no escape. Nor do we want it. We've come to thrive on it. God. And each other. Thrive on it. You can't get the adrenaline pumping without the terror, good people. I love this town. So yeah, we we watched uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Who was that guy? Who is the narrator voiceover man? Uh, Don't know. What you didn't know is that uh, later in his life, uh, well, after his death, Nietzsche was actually resurrected as a nihilistic uh, New York radio talk show host. Oh right, and that that was him. Oh okay, thank you. Welcome to the studio, Danny from the Double Murder Podcast on BloodyDisgusting.com. Hey guys, uh, first of all, I want to apologize for having make you watch this movie. (laughs) Thank you. You're the first guest to apologize. That's true. Usually we just have to berate them and be like, why did you choose this? So, why this movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question, and I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> it's because it's not very good. <laughs> okay, uh, yes. It's, um, it, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of the, the Friday the 13th film series. Mm-hmm. Um, my, if there is a, a part of the horror movie genre that I love the most, it is the classic slasher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people tend to take it really seriously. Um, especially in in the remakes and stuff, and that's fine, and I I like that. I like the remake of uh, Friday the Thirteenth, but w- one of the things that I loved about the classic slashers is that um, if you you kind of have to outdo yourself every movie each time, yeah, yeah, and at a certain point that that necessarily leads to parody, yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's what this is. So it's it's a really ridiculous film. Uh, there's plenty of murder, uh, but it's really lighthearted, good-natured murder. Yeah, so it yeah. somehow makes it okay. Yeah. Even though it's part, like it is part of the franchise, it's also making fun of it at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, before we dive too yeah. far into that, speaking of apologies, uh, <laughs> yeah. sorry for what's about to happen. We're we're continuing uh, what has become, I guess, a little bit of a tradition uh, after one episode. Yeah. Well, we did this last week too, right? Yeah. Um. So I, we're doing Two this episodes. every week in October. We are taking a shot of uh, Captain Morgan Jacko Blast comes in a nice uh, orange pumpkin shaped. Uh, it looks like the weapon vial? from okay. the Goblin guy in the Spider Man movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It looks like the Hobgoblin's uh, little pumpkin seed throws. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's basically whiskey that has pumpkin spice in it. You mean rum? I'm. St- oh shit! Yeah, rum. Captain Morgan, rum, rum, right. not whiskey. It's, yeah. it's not as if you're going to be able to taste yeah, no, it's all the, like, it's the just legitimate the pumpkin alcohol. spice that yeah. you're going to taste. All right, let's um, get this over with. So yeah, we're going to take a shot. Here we go. 
Cheers. Cheers, Cheers gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, that's that's really good. I like that's it. I'm not, not gonna lie. <laughs> that's not that bad. I okay. People who know me, I I usually need a tracer. This is great. Are you a fan of like all the the pumpkin stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like spiced. Uh, yeah. Like I'll even do the pumpkin uh, the pumpkin spice coffee. Yeah, because um, well, you don't drink normal coffee, right? right? You're a little baby. Yeah. Um, that actually, yeah, I, I, I liked it. It's kind of, it's kind of like the, um, I mean, we did this last week, yeah. but, uh, it's, uh, I'll say it again. It's, uh, like fireball except with pumpkin spice. Danny thoughts. Yeah. That's, um, it's not bad and that's the problem. <laughs> that's really, yeah. Pretty surprising, right? Yeah. And it's not the problem of like, Oh, well now I'm going to drink all of it. <laughs> uh, but it's that I could, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I, an alcohol, a, a liquor, Mm-hmm. Which this is right, like it's yeah. not. It's not so. It's what thirty percent or something. Yeah, that like that's that's a legitimate yeah. liquor, right? Yeah. Um, it's not so diluted that even though it tastes like uh, you know a, a pumpkin spice latte, mm-hmm. that you you really you earn it, you feel it, and that's what a liquor needs to be. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really um, a, a safety mechanism to keep you <laughs> yeah, from, from, from drinking, drinking too all much. of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, want a, you want a little bit of a punishment. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. For you to like take a step back and be like, oh, did I yeah. mean to do that? I, I guess did. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I definitely shouldn't drink all of this. Yeah. But yeah. with this, there isn't that. You, right. You could keep pouring like a glass. I definitely wouldn't, but you I wouldn't, could. But I, I could. Yeah. I, I definitely think that um, state legislature needs to act immediately. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure like that the four loco right thing. <laughs> to, to make sure that this is not within uh 50 miles of a state university campus <laughs> because I, I can see how this could go terribly wrong oh my god this has got to be the hottest thing on the university campuses <laughs> oh, this year absolutely every sorority has a, a, a like case a, of this right exactly yeah yeah do you think they probably use the empty bottles to put like lights in too to make, oh that's to, a great to idea. decorate the place it's yeah. a little globe shaped with cannonball, Jack O blast, and the O is a cannonball thing. That's what it's supposed to be—a cannonball. Jack also, blast. pumpkin. Yeah, that's kind of what the uh, hobgoblin uh, things did too, right? They're pumpkin blasters. Um, yeah, yeah. I like that we've gone all this time without uh, talking about the name Jack O blast. In <laughs> <laughs> just the—I mean, it's in in true artistic form. Mm-hmm. Just the images that that conjures, uh, <laughs> I think, really can go unexplained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a family show, right? <laughs> no, no, so. no. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We could just let that be. Yeah, yeah. we'll that's right that, that one. It's a Friday 13. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We better not talk about this liquor and instead the movie where a bunch of kids get killed. Right, yeah. right. A bunch of high schoolers. Yeah, that's more family friendly. Yeah. Do you want to describe a bit, like, give a little synopsis of yeah. the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in a strange twist, um, in a um, uh, in a fun twist in the movie, most of it doesn't take place in Manhattan. No, I was very angry about that. Uh, yeah, I would say what the last third of the movie takes yeah. place, quote unquote, in Manhattan. Right, and uh, most of that is in an alley. It's, most of that's in an alley in Vancouver. <laughs> but but to be to be fair, the um, the nineteen eighties or early nineteen nineties uh, Manhattan 
was 90% alley. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Um, so that's actually, it's a historically accurate representation of Manhattan. <laughs> uh, but a more accurate title might be uh, Jason Takes a Boat <laughs> Trip. <laughs> yeah. That eventually ends up ends in Jason Manhattan. at Sea. Yeah. But, but you can see, I think, immediately why that's less of a compelling title. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the idea is that uh, in maybe one of the best um, beginnings to a slasher horror film mm-hmm. is the resurrection of Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees. Yes. By way of uh, anchor dropped in Crystal Lake mm-hmm. that hits a uh, exposed... Mm-hmm underwater power line you know all those common underwater power lines right. that aren't buried in the ground i i don't think that that's osha compliant <laughs> but i don't know more like uh, ocean compliant yeah uh. so the the anchor hits hits the thing and uh does not even seem to damage the cable no no it like no, rattles no. it slightly yeah <laughs> and it's completely insulated too yeah and yeah. S- somehow the electricity goes up that insulation and into Jason's dead body at the bottom of Crystal Lake. And brings him back to life, and that's all it takes. So not not I could sit here and talk you through every <laughs> phase of this movie, but uh, I, I think that's one of I think that sets up the tone of the film pretty well. Yeah. That like, okay, there's nothing really to be afraid of here. Uh, so Jason ends up getting on a boat. Uh, killing, of course, everyone on the boat mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. then drifts near a larger boat. <laughs> yep. Right. Still no Manhattan. Still no Manhattan. No. Uh, and, and again, killing almost everyone on the boat. Right. And then that boat does not reach Manhattan. No. But instead, <laughs> instead, a life preserver dinghy uh, does go to Manhattan. That Jason apparently is following from the bottom of the sea. That's what we yeah, like. all, a very far distance. Ken was like, "Did he just walk under? Like walk there?" The That's what I think. Time? And and such is the majesty of Jason. Yeah. Warriors. Also, by the way, how is Crystal Lake attached to the Atlantic Ocean? How how does how yeah. does that get all the way to New York City? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I, I one don't that know. will not be answered. No, that ever. will not be addressed. One of, one of the great mysteries of life. <laughs> uh, and so then at that point, it it they are in Manhattan, and there's some there's some murder that happens there. Some more murder. Would so my question for you guys is, um, does this film <laughs> deliver on the promise that Jason would in fact Take Manhattan. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. He kills uh, maybe a total of five people in Manhattan. By yeah. By the way, the the opening scene of the movie is the narrative voice we just heard, and it's only pictures of Manhattan. Right. He's like describing how like filthy of the city is, and you see a bunch of like punks just sitting down listening to the music, and then it cuts to an alley, and people are shooting up, and you see some guy holding a spoon over a lighter, like crackheads. But then there's this like '80s inspirational music playing in the background through these scenes. Yeah, it sounded like something that might be played in like a Rocky movie or something like that. And pretty ridiculous. That's because it's the '80s. Yeah, and that was another thing. Like I, as I sat down, this is my first time seeing this film, and I won't be watching the second version. Oh, but, you say uh, that. You say that. Yeah. I was about to. I usually then it was about to like look up. Oh, I wonder when this movie was made. And then as soon as the movie started, I was like, oh, the 80s. For sure the 80s. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. That's correct. So the, the movie was made in 1989, and I think that that's important. 
<clears throat> I think. Because <laughs> it's a really interesting time um, where you have like uh, the 80s in, let's say, full bloom, right? But also you're transitioning to the 90s, mm-hmm. which people forget, like, people remember the late 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't remember those weird day glow those early transition 90s. Transition yeah, 90s. It, yeah. It was, it's when the, uh, the cocaine-fueled party of the 80s erupted into just like beautiful tragedy <laughs> and and i i'm not sure you know i'm not a cultural historian per se mm-hmm. but jason takes manhattan might be the high water mark of, <laughs> uh, of the 80s before just the eventual crash pun intended for high water mark oh yeah it is now <laughs> yeah there was no doubt about that you got the haircuts the clothing the cocaine that was done the, the, in the cocaine movie. The by sweet, high school by the high sweet school. rock music by that axe girl on the uh <clears throat> yeah on the boat oh boy what a babe with that yeah. giant hair she was my favorite she didn't last very long <laughs> can but... we talk about that for a second the yeah. fact that so the the boat is for a grad a class graduation that's mm-hmm. how you know it's high school yeah, a trip a trip to new york mm-hmm. by way of random giant ship cru- not <laughs> cruise ship yeah like steamliner yeah. so so, so it, but it's not it seemed to be like a working fishing vessel yeah, yeah. that they had then retrofitted with a, a dance floor a full functioning disco a gym in a, <laughs> yeah, a sauna on a boat <laughs> Yeah, full-functioning disco with loaded bar for high schoolers. Right, you gotta have it. Sauna, uh, yeah, a gym for them to box in. I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) Just in their spare time, they're boxing each other. They're immediately boxing. Yeah, (laughs) but but yeah, the the rock girl, we... To give them credit, it was kind of a clever transition. You see the... I don't even remember her name. The main girl of the movie. Oh, that doesn't nope, matter. it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So just, it's, just call her the final, yeah. final girl. That's final it. girl? Yeah. yeah, I like that. So it's her talking to her uncle, who's also a teacher at the school. Uh-huh. And then it, they're kind of a, in the front of the boat. And then we see the exact same scene, but through the lens of a camera. And then the camera slowly pans over to just... A girl on top of the boat with this flying V pink guitar just shredding in her leather jacket with a boombox and amp and off giant to the side. Hair. Yeah, being filmed by a, another high school student with the giant like VCR camera thing. Why did she bring that on the yeah. trip? Where was that plugged into? Why why was this a thing? Who sat down in the writer's room and was like, you know what this film needs? God. Some guitar shredding girl to die pretty early on in the movie and maybe mm-hmm. only been it, be in it for five minutes, ten minutes. So this is this is where for me we get from we, we get to the reason why I like this movie. Okay, right. <laughs> and there's really there's a lot of layers to it, but um, what like in, in a in a to take the tongue out of my cheek for a moment. <laughs> What what I love about this movie is that it it does capture this zeitgeist of the late '80s, early '90s transition, and if you go and look at other like whether it's popular television or um, I'll say like kind of like popular mass-produced uh, entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Not not thoughtful, <laughs> right? That, no. That's that's like actually real and has some sort of uh, artistic value, but. That mass-produced energy. This follows the the cookie-cutter pattern of all of it, and I think it's interesting to me to look at that stuff. So, back in back in these times, it it was less about like legitimizing these things. I think today there's a lot of focus on reality and 
making things real, to, literally to a fault. But back mm-hmm. then, it was more as long as you wear the clothes, as long as you have the outfit, the mm-hmm. style, right? You're part of it. You are that. Yeah. yeah. So as long as you have the flying V guitar <laughs> and the leather jacket and the big hair, you're a rock star. Yeah. Right? <laughs> On a boat. Being filmed by some other creepy high school students, <laughs> but you're you're the rock star, and yeah. everyone believes like you're gonna make it, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what I like about this movie is uh, kind of both this self reflection of uh, like actual high school life, or really like people who are. Uh, I, I think this movie is made for people like in their mid twenties to mid thirties who are like thinking back on like. Oh, like this is what I wanted my high school life to be like, <laughs> and then and then also this this perception of what New York City was back mm-hmm. then, which was a mm-hmm. fucking cesspool. <laughs> yeah, like, just like, drug use everywhere. Like yeah. uh, rats coming out. Of, oh, <laughs> not spoiler alert. Uh, the sewers flooded with toxic waste oh, right. every night at midnight. <laughs> right, that's a thing that happens. Right, part right. part of that opening sequence of Manhattan is a rat falling into a bucket of slime and then like coming out of it, like it's nothing. Yeah, like, like it's nothing. <laughs> that's its home. It's become immune to the buckets <laughs> of slime. Yeah, but so the, these sorts of like uh, like hardcore perceptions of what life really is with no with no basis in reality. But it is the foundation and, uh, if you want to take it really deep, like the foundation and culmination of like uh, a lot of effort and work to make people think that like, oh, this, all of this shit is evil. All of it's bad. You know, you've, you're just coming off like the Reaganomics era and, mm-hmm. and trickle-down economy and all this stuff. And it's not to say that, it, that New York City wasn't fucked up. It very much was. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the, the perception of mainstream America and how they saw like big cities and and kids these days like mm-hmm. uh, it was super fucked up and it's it's sort of in that way all this negative shit is like this last bastion of like the baby boomers trying to hold on to their like moral superiority and all that stuff and so that's why I do a horror movie podcast where I take a, a fucking turd like Jason Takes Manhattan to try to squeeze out and probably throw on a lot of like meaning and stuff. Sure. When in reality, it, this movie is probably a coke fueled cash grab. Yeah. That seemed to work. Yeah. It's like, well, how do we make another one of these? We have to. Right. So let's do this. The director's just like, not Crystal Lake. Yeah. And anywhere else, please. All right. Big city. What other, since I'm not familiar with the franchise whatsoever, what other settings were in this besides Crystal Lake? Space. Not Manhattan. Space. Space. O- outer that's space. It. I think, I think so that's when, it. when I came in today, you, you thought this was the worst. <laughs> and yeah. I, I felt obligated to mention, well, there was that time that Jason went to outer space. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like that one just because it's it feels special just because like you, you get like Uber Jason in that one, right? You get basically metal reincarnated jason in uh jason x hmm. and you're right no you're, you're right yeah it, there's a lot to love in these shitty movies yeah yeah, yeah. it's just I, kind of what you grab onto I yeah, guess. yeah i will say i was laughing a decent amount i'm sure that was not intended but it was enjoyable oh, but, but but it was, <laughs> kind of, yeah, was yeah. Like, by this point yeah it's, it's kind of like a gimmick yeah um after like friday 13 part six when they started to become like aware of that just to go so overboard with these kills is kind of just like winking at itself. They just kind of 
lean into that. Speaking of kills, uh, I was trying to keep track throughout the movie. And I'm just going to run down a couple of the ways Jason killed. Some of the, uh, so the start of the boat, we mentioned he got electrocuted and brought back to life and climbed onto this like yacht thing. Uh, the first kill was from a trident gun. He misses the initial first shot. Yeah, he was a little rusty after just, he got resurrected. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, he needed to work himself warm back up, into warm it. Up shot. Yeah. He misses the shot of the like trident thing, but then just stabs him with the gun, then pulls out the trident and tracks down the woman aboard and stabs her in the most slowest <laughs> way possible. I'm going to it's get it's almost as if she had just moved. Yeah. Right. She'd still be here today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah, slightly roll over to one side <laughs> would have dodged that stab. Quick tip for everyone who's running from a murder on a boat. <laughs> Get off the boat. Yeah. Don't don't hide on the boat. <laughs> In a confined crawl space where there's right. literally no exit except for where he is. Right. Trapped under the boat. Uh, speaking of, we mentioned the uh, shredding guitar lady. She later, that uh, falls to her peril by flying V guitar to the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, we mentioned the sauna on the boat. Some guys relaxing in there. Jason picks up a sauna rock, and you can see the steam coming off his hand. Just pushes it into his body, like doesn't bash him over the head with it. Just slowly pushes and burns his skin and gets it like inside of him, and that's yeah. how he dies. I like that one. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> his skin like lit up a little bit because the it, rock yeah, was so hot. There was fire yeah. <laughs> involved, which that's not how that works. Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, I definitely thought he was just going to go classic bash over the head. Um, a lady was showering. She got uh, thrown into the bathroom. Jason punches the mirror. So he takes one of those, stabs her with that. Um, one dude, these were my favorite ones, where he just full on throws humans. He just picks up a mm-hmm. guy and tosses him about 20 feet. And that's really, that's that's the ultimate. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. going to kill a guy with another guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just by t- yeah, picking you up like a rag doll and shucking you across the room. He lands on one of the control panels of the boat, which again sets on fire. He gets burned alive and electrocuted. Um, another badass one, instead of being thrown, just lifts a human by her neck until she chokes and dies. Which, Ken, you said that he is actually that strong. So, yeah, the guy who plays Jason for most of the Friday the 13th movies is Kane Hodder. And he was a professional wrestler or, or something like that. I don't know. He was a professional stuntman, yeah. at least. And he's just jacked. And he's he's, he's built. He he makes the rounds at at horror movie conventions pretty regularly. Uh, I I would love to meet him. He, he is a big dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. crazy to just be able to like pick up a human by their neck. Yeah, and lift her like a couple feet <laughs> off the ground. And then and then you got your classics uh, axe to the back, pretty standard. Mm-hmm. One of those fire axes. But then what really did me in was we mentioned the boxing before. The, the guy that wins the boxing match, you can see you're already getting excited about this one. <laughs> I love this one. Yeah, I love this, this one. This really had me going. They end up, it's the boxer dude against Jason on a rooftop, and the boxer dude is just laying into Jason over punches, punches. Jason just keeps yeah. staggering back, doesn't ta- like toss a punch at all. Guy wears himself out and then finally says, take your best shot, and Jason full on punches his head off his body. One swing, clean cut. Head off body. Yeah. I, I love it. To me, that's the hero of the movie. That that dude's the hero of the movie. Like yeah. he, at this point he knows. He, no one no one at this point has escaped Jason. Yeah. Only people who are still alive are the people who've successfully evaded him. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's going on. And it's like, you know what? I, I'm going to literally go out fighting. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And he gives it his all. He just lays into him. Yeah. And, and 
for all intents and purposes, puts up a pretty good fight. Uh, and then when, you know, game recognized game, <laughs> give me your best shot. And that was a good shot. Oh, he recognized game <laughs> at that point. Not only did he, yeah, full on head off body, but then the head rolls down a rooftop, lands in a dumpster where the dumpster closes on top of the head. And, yeah. and you hear a rim shot off yeah, in the exactly. distance. <laughs> Classic movie shenanigans. <laughs> Fun fact great. about that kill is that when he was punching Jason, he was actually like, straight up hitting Kane Hodder, like no props or like fake hits. And when they show his knuckles is bloodied, like he literally like bloodied his that's, knuckles yeah, from that's hitting him so much. Crazy to me. Yeah. That he full on like because that's a plastic mat or mask. That's like gotta hurt. Clearly yeah. it was his fists were bleeding, but that's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. Props to him. Game yeah. recognized game. That guy <laughs> <laughs> So while we're talking about kills, uh, did you finish your list? Yeah. Okay. So while we're talking about kills I mean there were more, but those were the interesting ones. I want to talk about my favorite kill in the whole series which is when someone's sleeping in a sleeping bag, Jason comes by, picks up the sleeping bag, <laughs> trapping them in it, and just swings it against a tree. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> just whacks them against yeah. a tree. Yeah. Wow. And they, they gimmick that one in Jason X, too, where they, they just show him like whacking a uh, sleeping bag against a couple trees like over and over. It's Jeez. it's great. I love that one. So so Jason Voorhees is the uh, less subtle Michael Myers, right? <laughs> yeah. Where they they both clearly uh, have some level of supernatural power, uh, but it's not it, with 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 Michael Myers. So Michael Myers, the the main uh, antagonist of the Halloween series, uh, it's not necessarily discussed. Uh, it just it just is, mm-hmm. and and later in the series it, it is discussed, of course, because mm-hmm. uh, you know you got to keep people interested. <laughs> but but with uh, with Jason Voorhees, it's <clears throat> and, and this makes sense because the whole thing was a cash grab. Um, it's not it, it's not readily discussed most of the time. But yeah, he's clearly superhuman. Mm-hmm. He has some yeah. sort of like uh, ability to teleport. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because no, you don't ever see him breaking a sweat. He's not. He's <laughs> no. never hustling. If he even has sweat glands, he, yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> right? At one point, even in this movie, like the the main like teacher guy is running oh, from yeah. him away. He looks over his shoulder, runs into a building, and uh, falls out of the second story immediately. Sorry, not falls. Get I'm sorry. Gets thrown, thrown out. out. <laughs> well, we don't. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe he tripped. Yeah, this was all true. just an accident. <laughs> And it's because Jason's all of a sudden at the top of this fucking building immediately. Yeah. And it's, yeah, because he can teleport, literally. In the Friday the 13th game that just came out, his ability, if you can play as Jason, I think, at one point, and he, his ability is to literally teleport. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Like, because he can't run. No, no he can only but, walk. But he can teleport and be like around that tree that you're running into. Exactly. Uh, which is perfect, you know. Um, <laughs> Great ability to have when you're a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's in these ways like that that keeps this like kind of legend occurring that mm-hmm. you don't really answer it so you you have conversations like this where uh, it, it, it like entices people and makes it makes it more interesting mm-hmm. um, and then also uh, this was a bad movie <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to laugh you know it's it's however many years uh, decades later and it's still fun to talk about yeah yeah. That the fact that yeah that was part of this like legendary franchise series of movies, I would say so yeah like uh, we mentioned Ken obviously big horror bu- movie buff guy you have a, an entire podcast dedicated to it <laughs> but I but, but I want to be clear and I'm I, I'm clear on this in the podcast I think I am not a, a like a fan of horror movies it's not that I don't like them clearly I like them yeah 
But uh, I'm not like my co-host Tim, uh, who is like an encyclopedia mm. of, of horror movie knowledge. Oh, yeah. I like movies, and I like movies that are different, and horror movies are different and fall, falls in that category. I have enough respect for people who are like legit horror movie fans to not try to claim something that I'm not. Yeah. I like horror movies, but I'm not like, I'm not super hardcore into them. Having that said, I would like to throw an asterisk on my horror movie hardcore fan title that you've thrown on me. I, this series <clears throat> is maybe the only series where I actually know like these fun facts about. Oh, yeah. Everything else I love. I don't do like research on. Well, no, no I'm like, not saying uh, say you're going stuff. out of your way to look stuff up. Yeah, but that's like but I, new I movies do legitimately come out, love Fred you seek it out. Like, yeah. yeah, this one is. I love learning everything about it, and I would love to, like, for instance, meet Kane Hodder sometime. Like, that would be amazing. And yeah. yeah, the people in these movies are like some of your heroes as far as like actors, and yeah, like you said, would be very cool. To It'd meet. be very cool. Yeah, is, is hero the right word? I don't know yeah. if the hero's the right word. <laughs> absolutely, but it absolutely is the right I, word. I would geek out over it a little bit. Yeah, hero. So if you're, so you would not classify yourself as a horror movie fan in any oh, way. Oh, I, I would say it's the opposite direction. Yeah, for I, I'm not a fan of them whatsoever. He doesn't. He doesn't watch it. Uh, I'm sure the only ones I have seen, I was like was watching with somebody got kind of forced into it it's not that like like this one obviously was fine uh the one we did to kick off this month uh idle hands was a silly like comedy one horror comedy yeah um and so like those are fine it's i think it's more that like i don't mind gore at all that's whatever it's the jump scares i Mm -hmm. hate Mm -hmm. i cannot stand that i don't get why that's entertaining to each their own but that's just not for me i remember one time we went through a haunted house at six flags for fright fest one time birthday you jerk that was so much fun (laughs) it was not but i do remember someone clinging on to me the entire way through i don't think that was me Uh. (laughs) (laughs) that must have been somebody else that was yeah okay so to give you an example of that in the haunted house I you like see the people, so I straight up talk to them, and I'm like, I see you, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't. I know you're gonna like go like this, and then they just pop out and scare me. And I'm like, God damn it, I knew that was coming. It's but it's still it's the same effect. It's, yeah. it's cheap. It's yeah. cheap because <laughs> I and I've said this a bunch on on Double Murder. It, it doesn't matter if it's a monster jumping out at you, like, mm-hmm. or if it's a puppy dog. Yeah, if you go dead silent in the theater. And then something jumps in front of the screen and yeah. it's really loud. Right. It's it's gonna get a reaction out. It and it's cheap. Now, I it's not that it's always wrong to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good way to ratchet up tension. But when when a movie relies solely on on those things, uh, it, it's garbage, and I don't like, it. and I don't appreciate it. Like, yeah, I, I want there to be, um, I want there to be some sort of validation for my fear, and not just like. Oh, life is terrible, and everything's gonna jump in, <laughs> right. out at you, and it yeah. sucks. I mean, for those kind of movies that where it's just exclusively jump scares, I mean, you're gonna go home and you're gonna sleep fine that night because you're not. There's nothing like like nothing slow burning mm-hmm. that you're gonna think back on and and kind yeah. of run over in your mind. To me, it's kind of like a cop out. Like it's there's no like writing involved with that. You're not like thinking about the overall plot or story of the movie. It's just like. Let's yeah. just toss in one of these for fun to right. scare yeah. the audience. I mean, it's a fun experience when you're in the theater, yeah, but it's yeah. that's all the value you're going to get out of it. Yeah, is having a little miniature heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what that sound means? No. I think it's time for... Hey, did you know that? Oh! <laughs> that was a pretty smooth segue. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
Again, I, I, I got to compliment you guys on how... And I, this is going to sound sarcastic, but it's literally not. <laughs> your, your guys' setup is fantastic. I would kill to have live sound effects. <laughs> I would also be killed for having live sound effects. You notice mm-hmm. how Ken is in control of the board and not myself, and there's a reason for that, I think. Yes. Yeah, so it's not all rap air horn all the time. <laughs> or the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. That one's underused. Yeah, it is. There you go. Thank okay. you. All right. What do you got for us, Ken? Uh, so, this one's I feel, have a feeling of how this one's going to go, but uh, we got a couple different questions here. So, let's start out with um, how many Friday the 13th movies are there? I mean, they don't all have to be titled Friday the 13th, but how many Friday the 13th movies are there with, with Jason in it? Oh, boy. Uh, as I mentioned, this is probably the only movie I've seen of the franchise. I'm going to go with... Well, we talked about Jason X. That means there's 10, I would hope. There's Roman numeral 12. So to, to clarify, is it yeah. uh, movies that Jason Voorhees is in? Correct. Okay. Oh, is that like a curve? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got it wrong. Yeah, because there's, there's a... I don't, I don't think you're far off, though. Oh, okay. I, I think it's 13. CJ got the point. It's, it's only 12. Hey. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah, so there's, there's 10 in the original series, and then there's Freddy vs. Jason... Oh, and then yeah. there's the remake. Can, so can cool. I can I point something out though? Sure. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, I I I miscounted something. Oh, okay. yeah, you're absolutely right. I I forgot Jason goes to hell is that's is number nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. Yeah, that's the next one. <laughs> is that equally as awful? <laughs> no, Jason goes to hell is pretty good really? as far as these these movies go, and I remember it. I have fond memories of all Friday the Thirteenth movies, but. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell is a very special one for me because I watched it in a hotel room in Washington, D.C. Uh, during my eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C. And it was a bunch of, like, we weren't supposed to, like, go in other people's rooms. We mm-hmm. were in other people's rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and we watched Jason Goes to Hell, and it was a pretty pivotal uh, moment in my life, I think. Did you have nightmares that night? Do you remember? Um, I had night boners. Is that <laughs> Jason, Jason does it for you? Uh, yeah, there, I was very excited, yeah. but also, also I was in eighth grade. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those are kind of just, it was actually, it was whatever. actually just really confusing. It was like, I think I should be scared, but <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> yeah. So on that note, uh, let's go over with this. Uh, <laughs> it's not on that. It's not on that. It's not related segue. to that. Um, uh, Jason has crossed over with, uh, what series and it doesn't have to be just one. Oh, just like name some. Yeah, and, and and this is this in movies or, or all media? All media. Oh okay. boy. Okay. Uh, since I'm the rookie here, oh, you know what? Let's just do me. let's just do movies because that cleans it up a little bit. I I I think I know all media, but let's go just movies. Well, there's Jason, Freddy versus Jason, so that's the Nightmare on Elm Street okay. franchise. Yep, that's one. Uh, and and I guess. Crossover is maybe a little too strong of a word. Maybe just is references other another is also in or something like cameo appearances, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind (laughs) kind of, kind of. I that's gonna be my one and only point. I think, (laughs) Danny, Danny. Um, that that's sort of my only one that I can think of off the top of my head in 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 a movie. Okay, so say say I was saying all media. Um. I believe that there's been a crossover with uh, the hack slash comic books. Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe there's been a crossover with um, 
uh, Evil Dead. Um, uh, yeah, obviously Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's been a crossover with um, Halloween. Uh, but I, Answer? but I'm, I think I'm just throwing. Cool. I think I'm just throwing that in there because there should be. Yeah, yeah. they're so similar. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. there was, but it was a fan film with Halloween. It was just on YouTube. It, nothing official has been made. Are, are you on. are you telling me that fanfic on YouTube is not part of official <laughs> lore? You did say all media. Didn't I, you? I, I, did. I have some strongly worded emails to write. <laughs> I'm not sure about hack slash. I own all of the comic books for uh, Friday the 13th. I don't remember a hack slash one, but there is a Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash comic mm. book series. There's two of those. Oh, wow. And even in uh, Jason Goes to Hell... There's references to Evil Dead because they talk about the Necronomicon and they have that knife thing from Evil Dead and that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would I'll give Danny the point. Yeah, he I I gave points for each one named. So I, you're you're ahead now. I just I just said more words. <laughs> I, I won by default. Yeah, but I'll but I'll take it's still yeah. a win. Three yeah. to two. I'll yeah. get you. I still I still have a chance here. <laughs> All right. Unless that was the last question. Nope. All right. So we established that there's twelve. Friday the 13th movies mm-hmm. so far. Um, although it looks like it's going to be that way for a while. Um, in how many of those films is Jason the main killer? Oh. Interesting. Well, in this particular movie, not to tangent off and talk about the movie this episode is about, but... <laughs> that's, that, I would say that's not the opposite of a tangent. Uh, in my opinion, the real villain was the uncle, who was a total dick. Did I, I <laughs> see? And now, and now I was gonna say society, but I think we're on. <laughs> I think we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Because like, what what drove Jason to this? Right. I'm glad you guys got the essence of my question. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Who was uh, the main? Who, in how many movies was Jason the main killer? The main killer. And there's twelve. Ten. Yeah, that's that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. But but also because I know specifically and wasn't just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so, whoa, whoa, whoa. you think I was just guessing? I have a suspicion. So in the first in the first two movies, the killer is Mrs. Voorhees, uh, Jason's mom. Oh. And, and uh, I, uh, just the first one. Just oh, who's uh, yes? In the yeah, second yeah. one, he doesn't have the mask yet, but he wears like a burlap sack over his face. <laughs> yeah, you know, old sacky. Right. Uh, but so anyway, <laughs> so, sacky. I bring, I bring, I, I want to bring that up because actually, I'm, I'm gonna get a tattoo uh, of Friday the Thirteenth, and it's uh, an homage to Jason's mom. Uh, oh, of. nice, uh, Mrs. Voorhees. It's a uh, so in like traditional tattooing, there's there's a a, a a trope, the the mama tried trope, and it's really for like back in the day, like tough guy greasers mm-hmm. who were mm-hmm. like, hey, mama tried, but I'm too tough, and that's not me. My mama tried and actually did a fine job, I think. Uh, but it's gonna be a uh, uh, the the. Hockey mask, the Jason mask, mm-hmm. in sort of like an altar state, like uh, candles and flowers around it, and then Mama tried, which is more in reference to the fact that Mama tried to kill the a lot camp of people, <laughs> yeah, filled with uh, that's uh, great ca- counselors and stuff. Uh, nice, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Yeah, so my mom is not going to enjoy this explanation. <laughs> No, I swear it's because she yeah. it's it's good. She but tried I, to kill a bunch of people. Yeah, but I love you too. <laughs> So, so yeah, so we, we established one movie. The first movie just has Mrs. Voorhees killing everyone. Mm-hmm. The other movie where Jason is not the main killer is part five, I believe, A New Beginning, 
where mm. there's a copycat killer. It's oh. some guy who's running around wearing the Jason mask, but instead of like the red markings on it, it's blue. That's how you can tell. Of course. Right. Yeah. And then Jeez. at the end, they, they take off the guy's mask and it's like, oh, it's that one guy from earlier. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for your yeah. meddling kids. Yeah. That pissed a lot of people off when that movie came out. Yeah, I bet. That's that's another like cheesy cop out. Yeah. We'll make it blue. <laughs> Brilliant. But but with with all of this, they never did a, a season of the witch situation. Right. Where they just go off on and do like something completely unrelated to the story to clarify season of the witch is part or part three i think yeah. of the halloween franchise where they michael myers is not in it at all oh i think they play halloween in the movie like on a tv set at one point <laughs> uh Meta. so yeah it's it's strange and it has nothing to do with halloween other than that so it, but in a similar vein what they did do is a friday the 13th tv series that's right uh and it was terrible um I've never. I'm honestly. I've never watched it. I've, it. I've downloaded it all. I have also not watched it. Yeah. Yet, <laughs> but but it's the same idea where it's uh, it's sort of like it's more like a um, uh, strange tale or like a Twilight Zone for horror, mm-hmm. uh, having nothing to do with Jason Voorhees, and it was explained away as oh, you know, those general themes of like bad luck and, and yeah. evil and stuff. It's like yeah, that you could just call it like the bad luck evil show, right? Like you're attaching it to something, and you know what everyone's gonna want, and you're yeah. never gonna give them that payoff. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty bad. And and, and that other. wraps up. Oh, hold on. Hey, did you do that? Here we go. <laughs> I think you won. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. You snuck that, in that, that extra out. point at the end. Yeah, I you know what it makes me uh I feel like I should have won harder. Yeah. And so clear, <laughs> clearly between uh, uh for the rest of the month I need to brush up on by watching all 12. There you go. Friday third and maybe maybe dip into that TV show just as a punishment really. <laughs> I think CJ just got really lucky. <laughs> Some I'm of those great at guessing apparently. Yeah. <laughs> do you do good on standardized tests? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, man. <laughs> all right, I think we got to go to ratings now. Ratings. Ratings. So, uh, boy, let's start. Let's start with Danny on a one to ten scale. What would you rate Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight? Jason takes Manhattan. Now the the cynic in me wants to rate it an eight. <laughs> you it's can Part Eight. You can do it. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I'm gonna give it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give it a solid five. Solid five. Uh, so, a, a solid and almost defiant five, uh, because. On one hand, it is not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it's a very enjoyable movie, uh, and it's uh, I think it's it's one of those good like moment in time and for uh, like horror aficionados is kind of like um, it, an easy way to reference what you think about when you think about the 1980s, um, and it's it's goofy and it's silly and it doesn't take itself seriously and it's fun to watch. But again, it's not very good. So, like, right in the middle. Yeah. Five. Sorry. Again, I'm going to tangent us because I we totally didn't talk about the ending where Jason... You mentioned the toxic waste in the sewer. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah. he gets okay. caught and it floods. We do need to circle back to this. Because what the <laughs> hell was that? Okay. So, just to explain the ending. And uh, sorry for spoilers. I guess turn off now if you care. If you haven't you seen care. the movie in the last, like, uh, two, almost three decades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you deserve it. So yeah, the, the we talked about this. The the sewer floods with toxic waste. Jason is 
the last one in the sewer, basically. Sorry, we know this because they run into a guy who states that fact. Correct. <laughs> Every night at midnight, the uh, sewer floods with toxic waste. What, oh, okay. what a fortuitous turn of events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How convenient. So the, the two people left climb up this ladder, and they're like just below this grate, and they're out of reach from the toxic waste that comes through. Jason gets caught in it, and his body disintegrates and turns into a uh, healthy... Young Jason. Child Jason. Child Jason. Like, hel- yeah. Young, that- healthy kid Jason. When he is a grown, like, six-foot-something, 200-something, muscly yeah. serial killer, d- deformed face, morphs back into normal boy. Right. That's what toxic waste does, right? Yeah. But, but aren't we all just a <laughs> disfigured and troubled little boy inside? See, this is, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe mine's a six. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that ending, huh? Uh, no, yeah, and that's the, that is the ending, it. by the way. That's the last thing. That's that how it ends. Fucking ending. <laughs> what? Just an unconscious no, sorry. baby and Jason. The cherry on top of that. So throughout this entire movie, you, there was a uh, the main girl's dog. I want to oh, say yeah. Rufus. I'm going to go Toby. with Rufus. I think it was Toby. Toby. So Rufus, uh, <laughs> they climb out of the sewer finally and find the dog, and then roll credits. That's it. What? Well, hold on. All of this is true. Slow, casual walk. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. In time. Fade square. out. Yeah. A, a sweet embrace by the couple at the end. Yeah. They talk Crane about going to the panning out. Uh, Ellis Island and, and all that. And, and they just leave. I have to assume they leave the tidy boy in the sewer because they don't touch on that at all. And why would they? Yeah. I, I believe the next movie doesn't address I that. wouldn't. How could you? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. Is it the next one? He's just back into deformed serial killer man. Yeah, like pretty much every movie, you start having erased the past. Like, they're, they're, well, that's they're, I don't know about this series. That's the nice thing I like about this series is they usually pick up where Jason died last. So, like in this one, they did right. Cause, yeah, in this one, they found him at the bottom of Crystal Lake. I mean, that's typically where he ends up anyway. But, <laughs> yeah, like, um, but if, a lot if, of these, if he was smart, he'd stay away from that fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> But that, that is something that really draws me to this series is they you they don't always but they usually get like the mask fuck ups like carried over per oh. uh, episode I guess. Um, but, but I guess my point is that um, like yeah there, there's there's these attempts at realism and and like connecting the series. Yeah. But the but then the one thing that you necessarily need for it to continue is that like hey these murders happened like. Five years ago. Right. But everyone's cool now. Right, man. right. No one cares <laughs> oh, anymore. Oh, it's just a fucking myth. No, man. <laughs> shit that happened five years ago is a fact. <laughs> Did it's you recent history. He's been resurrected like a bunch of times. Ah, Why don't you think it could happen that's again? That's just a legend. <laughs> right, right. A legend from, what, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, man. Like, I lost a cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I know the guy. <laughs> so that, like, what the hell? Yeah, there, there's no way they could address that in the next one. They they have no. I believe the next one starts out with them actually hunting down Jason and blowing him to bits. <laughs> nice. I, I literally think that's what the next one starts with, and they don't explain how like where he was or how he came there. He's just older now, and it's like old Jason. Yeah, one one can assume. Yeah, yeah. He found a way to reconstitute mm-hmm. himself. <laughs> His deformed figure found a boat. Right, murdered a bunch of people on the boat. The boat ran into another boat. <laughs> Took him where he boat. ended up, and then they found him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Classic horror movie plot line. 
Uh, with all that being said, my rating can't be higher than a five for sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Probably more like a three I'm going to go with. Okay. I, I enjoyed it. There were parts where I was like, you paused the movie, which was a mistake, because then we saw, oh, there's another half hour of this? Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, and they're still on the ship? Yeah, <laughs> and we still haven't gotten to Manhattan. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go with uh, a solid three. Okay. I, you're very, you're very good natured for having been forced to watch a three. Yeah, <laughs> it's what we do here. Uh, for me, uh, I'm gonna be near Danny's. Uh, I love the series, so I want to give it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But this movie was not good, so five point five, five and a half. <laughs> That's I it. mean, because even even if you're rating them in reference to the other movies in the series, it's still yeah. not great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we talked about this a little bit, but in my opinion, this is this is my least favorite one. <laughs> can you can you guys rate those? Since I haven't I haven't seen the rest of the series, what would you rate this in terms of the franchise? Oh, one. Oh, what? Like, I mean, I guess dumb. if I'm going the whole spectrum, yeah, yeah, all twelve of them. This is then, by yeah. far the worst. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's a couple other ones. I, the one where there's the copycat killer might be lower than this one. Just See, that's, I didn't like that. And that's the thing. Like, so I think you and I disagree on Jason X a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think that's true. J- Jason X was uh, was too over the shark for me. Mm. So that's my least favorite. Um, yeah, four is it with the copycat killer is yeah. probably right right there because that's that's the ultimate like uh, blue balls of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <clears throat> there's some of them in there that are just like routine. And so it doesn't do anything for me, which is why this, this is kind of squarely in the middle for me. And then, and then above this, you get to like the original couple. Uh, Jason goes to hell, which I actually really liked. Yeah. Uh, and also, as I explained earlier, mm-hmm. has sentimental value for me. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I really like the remake. I, I really like. Uh, I, I do too, honestly. I mean, I, I feel like you can kind of shoehorn it in the timeline if you wanted to. Even though it is definitely a remake, but uh, yeah, I liked it too. I thought that they did a good job for it being the most recent one. And and I I would say my favorite though, um, uh, it it should be the first one because it's it is such the classic horror slasher film. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is is Freddy versus Jason. Oh, I yeah. mean that's that's something that I it like whenever I end up rewatching it, uh, I still enjoy it, uh, uh, and. And part of it is <laughs> Jason Voorhees is the best straight man in a comedy duo. Yeah, ever. yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your Abbott and Costello. Oh, is yeah, classic. Freddie and Jason. Yeah. When, you, when you can't talk, that's it. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, Ken, you showed us a clip of Jason was a guest on the Arsenio Hall show. That was fantastic. It's thank, great. Thank you for uh, enriching my life. Yeah, in that way. That, that that's something that great. stuck with me ever since I like first got into this series and. To promote this this movie specifically, Jason takes Manhattan. Jason went on the Arsenio Hall show, and Arsenio Hall just sits there and asks Jason a bunch of questions, and Jason just sits there menacingly and does not say anything and doesn't really react either. And Pretty it's, fantastic! It's taco hilarious. Taco Look it up on YouTube if you want to check it out. So you can your flat out one as far as the franchise for this one. Yeah, yeah. I would say my favorite one is. Part six, Jason Lives, just because there's that, one just called Jason Lives. Yeah, that one has All like right. an Alice Cooper soundtrack. Hell yeah, and it's it's pretty it's pretty great. Hmm. It, a lot of I saw that in theaters last year, and it, it's uh, it was 
all crowds really get into it. it it's a it's a good one. Interesting title when that's the whole point of the series is that he comes back yeah. from the dead. But okay. Well, that was the one right after the copycat killer. So they're saying uh, like, oh, Jason actually is still yeah. alive. We're sorry for that last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's alive, we promise. Yeah. Can you imagine if, if that one had a copycat killer or somebody else? <laughs> like, like. Jason lives. Ha ha. Just not. <laughs> yeah. Jason lives by form of another copycat yeah. killer. Jeez. Yeah. I think that would have put an end to the franchise. Uh, Danny, if you had to give it a number rating as far as the franchise goes for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I would say it's probably like, I'm trying to think of which ones I think are better than it in the franchise. Compare it to, um, you're doing probably at least like a six, seven. Yeah, it's probably right around there, uh, like a six or a seven. Um, it, yeah, it's it's good. It, it's it is it encompasses a lot about horror movies that I like, which mm-hmm. is it doesn't take itself very seriously. There's plenty of blood. There's there's interesting kills. It's fu- it's funny. Yeah, uh, and it's it's completely anachronistic, even though it was trying to, you, you know. Uh, capture the moment in which it was made uh so yeah it's uh it's definitely yeah right like it, it doesn't have a cool soundtrack <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination it it's it's not like shocking or new or different or visceral like like the first one was it's not um it's not sort of like the culmination of what a horror fan has wanted mm-hmm. forever like uh freddy versus jason or uh, uh, Jason goes to hell, or uh, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not an actually legitimately kind of good movie like the the remake. So I think six or seven it sounds pretty good to me. So Danny, uh, listeners, if you enjoyed hearing Danny discuss this movie, I know I did. Uh, you're the co-host of the Double Murder podcast, um, where you guys put yeah. movies head to head. I enjoyed specifically the one. Um, now I'm gonna blank on it. The Shaun of the Dead versus Zombieland. Yeah, that was a, a pleasant one. Because again, like I don't, I'm not familiar with most of the movies you guys have done, but that one was a great one too. Uh, I, I'm glad you liked that one, uh, as opposed to some of our more like hardcore ones, which which would probably just be appalling to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Double Murder podcast. It's available on iTunes. Uh, we are, I'll say, affiliated with uh, BloodyDisgusting.com. Uh, which if you like horror movies, you probably already know what bloodydisgusting.com is, and that's cool too. Uh, we have not, we've got like 55 episodes out, and the whole premise is that we review two movies and tell you which one is better, and it was born out of initially uh, remakes versus originals. Uh-huh. Um, but that got boring even for us, and so uh, it, it has morphed into um, you know doing... Uh, two movies from the same director, two movies that are about the same theme. Like you said, uh, Shaun of the Dead versus Zombieland, which are two kind of contemporary to one another. Yeah. What happens when zombies Zombie invade. Zombie po- apocalyptic, yeah. but like comedy twist on you know, it. Yeah. For fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we we haven't done an episode in a long time. And, and the deal is uh, me and Tim, who's my other co-host, you know, we don't make any money. We're not trying to make any money. It's really, we, we have sort of the Wayne's World approach where these are conversations we'd have about movies anyways. Mm-hmm. And now we're just recording them and they're available for you. Uh, but with that said, we were supposed to record today. Mm-hmm. Tim owns a business and has to take care of it. I'm doing air <laughs> quotes that none of you guys can see, but trust me, I'm doing them very hard. 
Uh, but we are going to have episodes out again soon. And the first episode that we'll release uh, uh, upcoming is going to be it remake versus oh, original. Nah. That's great. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk about it. Those are uh, uh, two movies that, uh, well, I'll say the original movie uh, is, uh, has always been a favorite of mine mm-hmm. in a way. And, uh, now I've had a chance to re-examine that and mm-hmm. why it was, and I, I think it's going to be really interesting to talk about. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that. Looking forward to it. Hey, thanks guys, for coming by. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you guys very much for having me on. This has been uh, the most professional podcast that I have been a part of <laughs> as I hang my head in shame and admit <laughs> that, and uh, it's been great, guys. Thanks again. It was thank a pleasure you. having you. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Over Talking Podcast. I think you're enjoying that voice too much. I am. <laughs> is it sexy or is it scary? <laughs> Write in and let us know at overtalkingpod at gmail.com or you can call in and leave a voicemail and comment on Ken's sexy voice. Uh, you can reach us at 8PA Act 1591. That's 872-228-1591. Ken, I see your thinking face. Trust me, that's that works out with the letters. Pa Act. Pa Act 1591, but an 8 in front of that, too. Okay. We always do the 1591. Is no, does nothing work with that? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> bummer. Or if it is, it's not anything better than what we got. Ah, bummer. Um, uh, oh, no, Ken. Look behind you. It's them again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get it done. Quick, the over-talking overlords. Oh, wait, that girl over there looks pretty scared. Oh, geez. Yeah, they're they're frightening. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll say it. Uh, the uh, as we're, we we uh, we need to remind everyone to uh, please rate and especially review us on iTunes. Reviews are what help people find this show. And oh gosh, oh yeah, I know. Okay, they're they're leaving. They're walking down the hall now. Click those stars. Click those stars. Write us a review. You can hit us up at uh, on all the things at Over Talking Pod. Um, but before that, why, what is with the, like the, with that? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that's in all of the Friday 13th movies, they play that sound either like when Jason's around or like as a precursor to Jason killing someone, it's mm-hmm. the thing that builds the ambiance and it stems all the way back to the very first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they played that throughout the entire movie. Uh, so the person who did all the sound design for that movie um uh what he did is he took a portion of the film and edited it down and then uh just echoed it so i mean you can hear two syllables right so it's this one doesn't exactly represent what the original one it sounded more like mom right so in the first movie the killer is the mom and she at one point kind of channels like the Jason spirit through her and says to herself, kill her, mommy, kill her. And what they did is they took the kit from kill and the ma from mom and just echoed it. And it turned into kick. And that's what they've used throughout. Now you notice the beginning of this movie that it sounded more like yeah and i thought they were saying jason yeah they were i don't know why they changed it (laughs) because this movie was bad yeah and like this one it doesn't sound like come on yeah it's kind of watered down throughout time but that's kind of the beginning of it interesting yeah well fun fact yeah do we plug facebook twitter yep over talking pod (laughs) 
Um, and as we always say, <laughs> didn't even try. Nope. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Overtalking podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Danny from the Double Murder podcast. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. And as we always say, it's, it's like, like this. this. We live we in claustrophobia, claustrophobia the land of steel and concrete, trapped by dark waters. There's, There's no escape, nor, nor do we want it. We've, we've come, come to thrive out at each, each other. We you can't get the adrenaline pumping without the terror, terror, good, good people. people. I, I love this town. And as we always say, killer, killer mommy, killer. killer. Creepy. Yeah.